You're listening to the Bored to Death Bingecast, talking TV shows and movies in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted and gender acid nations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Bingecast. I am Jay, being joined by Sam. And we're back for our binge of season three of My Hero Academia. You can't see Sam, he's practically doing Deku's little uh, excited head head banging thing <laughs> from when he was a kid, from when, oh. when he was stimming. Uh, he 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 was going ape crap for that that uh yeah <laughs> news report of all night. Um, so when we left off, they were back from summer boot camp and the League of Villains attack. Um, Deku's arm is all fucked up, very. Uh, because he went he went super ham. On, he did, uh, what, one million? One, mil- one million percent. <laughs> Shouldn't his arm just exploded at that point? I think if he, do- if he does it again, it probably will. Um, ah, the doctor says he's got two or three <laughs> more times before it's not usable. The League of Villains <laughs> uh, captured Bakugo, and Tomo Shigaraki tried to convince him to join up, but didn't realize that Bakugo's just like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to be a hero, they, damn it. <laughs> well, they also didn't realize he idolized... He, all Might. That he does actually idolize All Might. You know, that his anger is not because he's frustrated about that he can't use his powers. Although there is some of that. It's more that that's just the way he's wired. Well, also, it's it's a funny little uh, parallel of Deku idolizing All Might the way he does and Bakugo idolizing him as well and their separate branching paths. Right. Uh, of getting to where they are. Yeah, Bakugo... You know, Bakugo does want to be famous, but he wants to be a hero. You know, he doesn't want, you know, he wants to, he does want the fame, but he he is interested. I don't think he's even interested in money, though, just the fame. Just just the fame, he doesn't want want the money, he just wants the fame. Whereas Deku wants to be, wants to help people. Oh, uh, He has, he has hero syndrome. Nami showed me, uh, I think it was a TikTok, where they're trying to coerce uh, Bakugo to joining them and he's like no I'm going to be here we'll let you use the name King Explosion Murder Bakugo <laughs> King Explosion Murder I'd forgotten about that um, Bakugo don't <laughs> and um, so but Deku and some of his classmates have decided they're going to go try to rescue him because they're kind of because they're kind of idiots That which is a thing that just happens in these sorts of animes uh, but it's Deku, Momo, uh, Ida, Shoto, and oh, and Red Riot. Yeah, Kaminari. Kaminari. I, I keep forgetting his I keep forgetting his name. I just think of him as Red Riot because it's easier for me. Theoretically, with all with all the with all the Japanese names, it makes it easier. That group, when put together, could potentially have a good chance against that group that was inside. Against, As a against, surprise attack. Against Shigaraki's group. Yeah. Not, he, not against what they actually found. <laughs> no. Because... Yeah, when, if they went on to Shigaraki's group... If they would gotten to the right place... They they could have a chance to, you know, set up, get things ready without Ida telling them, no, we're getting out. You'd have Momo being able to set up cannons. You'd have um, Riot or Kaminari being able to frontline and tank things. All they've really got is like, okay, they've got a, a, a so far what we've seen, a psycho girl that has a nice. blood drawing and knives. 
You've got um, Dobby, oh. which is fire, which could be countered by, or yeah, potentially like, I'd like countered to see by him, Toto. I'd like to see, I want to see Dobby versus Shoto now, because it's just sort of like, you know, him throwing fire at Shoto, and Shoto just being like, seriously? <laughs> I don't um, know, the blue fire? I'm, the I'm blue fire burns hotter. I'm thing. wondering if it's just the coloration that he has, or, or if, it, if it actually is hot. the hotter fire. Yeah, that's a good question. Um... But then, uh, while this is going on, uh, the pro-heroes are teaming up with the police to launch two raids. One on uh, the bad guy bar, and one on this warehouse, basically, which is where uh, Deku and his friends are. Yep. Which is where they fi- found out is the Nomu Depot. Yeah. The... Uh, and they also found, well, the pro-heroes found the missing pussycat. Um, Ragdoll. Ragdoll. But even then, Tiger sort of noticed something's not right about her. And that's when All for One showed up. Mm-hmm. And we didn't see exactly what happened. But we saw the aftermath where building's gone. For the vast majority. And a, mm-hmm. a good portion of it in front of the building is yep. decimated. Uh, and and while, that, while All for One shows up at the Nomu Depot... He opens basically a bunch of portals and sticks a bunch of Nomu on the pro heroes. It's like, I, there was got to be more than a dozen. Yeah. And so that's... Not only the heroes, but the cops on the ground. Yeah. And Deku, in the narration, uh, compared seeing All for One as basically encountering death. Yeah, they all like literally envision death at the same time. And they're all... I wonder ba- if that's a quirk he has. Like, like a... Some kind of aura or something. Yeah, where he gets to get inside their opponent's head, so he has an easier time. Maybe I want this power. I don't even need to fight you. Just being around you, I have this aura. Yeah, this aura is so is so dreadful that it can cripple you unless you have really powerful willpower, willpower or knowledge of it. Knowing what I'm going to see is not real. Like they just envision themselves dying. Then again, it may not be an aura, it could just be they witnessed what he's capable of, and they're just like, holy shit, we are way outclassed. Oh yeah. Um, so, but, we literally left off with All for One basically taking the field, and... Uh, possibly uh, destroying Best Genus in the process? Uh, yeah, possibly. Um, Best, well, Best Genus tried to use his, use, use his quirk to... Bind Tether. all for one up in his own in his own outfit, and all for one basically just went flex and broke free of it. Because which is pretty, and which is tells you how powerful he is. Because Best Genus is you know is he good, number is he number he's like number five four, I think five. He's like he's in the top five. I know that much. So no, we haven't been introduced to three. I know who three is. Two is Endeavor. Number one, of course, is All Might. Who's number four? four? You're the one with the who can look. That I think up five safely. Uh, I think five was uh, Edge. Um, Edge shot. I think that was five. Edge shot is at least in the top ten because I'm pretty sure they got a bunch of the top ten people um, in for the for the pro hero raid. They had like Gang Orca and Gang Orca. No, I think he's. I think he might be five actually. I had a list of most of them. They had Grant. They got Grant Torino yeah. in as well, but he's not in the top ten anymore because he's mostly retired. 
Then again, uh, he still he could still he showed he still got it. He was able to one shot Dobby. Yeah. Well, that was also a surprise attack too. This is true, but it was still a. And it was possible. It's possibly also that he hit him in sort of the right place. It's like it was a shot to the a shot to the side of the jaw with a super powered kick, and anybody who's watched like MMA or boxing knows you get a good solid hit to like the side of the jaw, you can knock somebody out straight up. Oh yeah, straight up. Uh, where's this billboard chart? Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, Sam's been looking it up on his phone. I'm not going to look it up because there's too great a risk of spoilers that way. Oh, why did they put pictures instead of names? That doesn't help. And don't tell me deceased. That's not what I want to see. <laughs> alright, alright, that's... Uh, Genus was four. Genus was four. And okay. five was Edge Shot. Damn, okay. I'm shocked so, I got that. So there we go. Um, but yeah, so I think that about wraps up this little intro. We're about to get a, a throwdown between uh, All Might and All for One, is my guess. And Possibly. <laughs> you're, I don't. Yeah, don't say any more because I want to go into it as fr- as clean as I can. But I think this is up to where I know stuff about the series. I've heard about another character that I know is probably in next season, but I don't remember too much about him. Just remember seeing that. Seeing people hats and stuff about how they like him as a character, but at any oh, point, yeah, I know you're talking about. Probably not, but um, at any rate, so that about wraps it up for this intro. So we'll see you after the binge. While the binge is happening, thanks for listening to our podcast. Please give us a like and subscribe and spread the word. You can reach us on social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCC Radio podcast family, including J Bunny's Music Hub, The Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, Girls Who Like, and The Nerd Table. Please consider supporting CKCC Radio on Patreon. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back. So, started with uh, a two-episode ultimate showdown essentially yeah as we had one for all and all might versus all for one all for one is just goddamn ridiculously op you like him he's like calling out like this times four that yeah. times five well and he just started with simple stuff at first it was just you know like spring-like body the air and air cannon was the thing that he used most because he's just like. Well, he also has like strength enhancers or yeah. enhancers. But it was it wasn't until shit. later when he was actually trying to kill All Might that he finally you know went full Akira with the. Jeez. That um, was nuts. Yeah, it's just like he has so many quirks, and he was just listing off a whole bunch of them, and I'm just thinking to myself, that's probably just scratching the surface of what he has. And ah, I think that's what he. I know a little bit more further on in the future yeah. that we can probably more discuss later. Yeah, I don't want to get spoiled too much, but um, and part of the problem in the initial part of the fight was All Might was holding back because Bakugo was still there, and he didn't want to hurt Bakugo. Oh yeah, and well, we also learned a little bit more about how uh, All for One's like teleportation quirk or the warp quirk that he was using 
Yeah, it's fairly new. It, it, that it was still new. He wasn't. He was still learning how it worked, and so he could only basically use it to teleport people to and from his location, or people that yeah, or had or a strong that, connection that he had a strong connection to, which is how he was able probably to get Shigaraki and the League of Villains out of there and teleport the Nomu to their location at the same time. I wonder time. if he had like there's some kind of quirk that allows him to see. Like through other people's eyes, because how else would he know where everyone's located in order to pull them in, or if it's just like a fixed location kind of thing? Might be a fixed location kind of thing, I'm guessing. Like, why wouldn't he be able to pull accidentally pull some of the heroes with him? Yeah, because he was able to dial it in pretty specifically, and that's kind of brings up one of the things I made no- I made a note here about. Uh, I compared him briefly while we were watching it to Siler from Heroes. Mm-hmm. Now. I haven't seen this the sequel series for Heroes that I haven't either. I should. And I, to be honest, I didn't finish watching the original Heroes either. But I watched like up into, until, into, the, uh, until like season three or four. Up till the uh, circus arc. I didn't get to the circus arc. I remember seeing the season where um, Siler met his father and learned that his father had a similar uh, power to his. Hmm. That because Siler's. Superpower, his quirk, I'm just going to use that to use common terminology, basically gives him, lets him intuitively understand how something works. Before he learned what that, what that was, it worked especially with, as a watchmaker, because he was able to put, thing, put watches and stuff together very easily. Once he learned that he had this ability um, and what it could do, then he started... He, Started, got this urge to basically acquire more abilities. The first, one of the first people that he attacked or the, that he uh, went up, went up against, the guy was like freaking out about it, and Siler killed him, and basically by studying his brain, figured out how how to use that quirk, and that's what he did to every other person that he that he went up against is that he was able to basically, you know, he killed them. Took their brain, studied it, and then he was able to replicate their ability. Um, and every person that he did this to died until he went up against the cheerleader, because her ability allows her to regenerate. To heal those wounds. Mm-hmm. And then he was pretty much unkillable. Yeah. Um, didn't he? Didn't he became like he wasn't a villain after a while? Like he. I, he he sort of calmed down. He like was able to restrain it a little bit. I, that may have been later into the into the series. It's just because of the way his the, the way his quirk functioned, he sort of was continually driven to get acquire more and more. I think and it's more. A, like certain madness, like mm-hmm. a self drive, something like that. But that's one of the differences between him and All for One is that when Siler gains a new quirk, he knows instinctively how it works, and he can use it often better than the previous person. Because he has a complete and full understanding complete of Complete, full, analytic uh, quirk. Exactly. Like. Whereas All for One, when he acquires these things, he's, he still has to learn how to use them. I, w- I would think it's similar to... Um, what's his name? Mono- Monoma? The, uh, Monoma? Monoma, yeah. Uh, the, the trash-talking guy from one from Where class he can just tap people and take it, but he can't like perfect it. Like mm. He has to know what the quirk is and how it's... Almost how it works. 
which is why he was good in the cavalry battle that he had the three people underneath him. He, they're classmates, they're friends. He knows yeah, how... Yeah, they're classmates, he knows how their power works. So it would be similar <clears throat> to... I want to know how All Might's... Or not All Might's... Um, all, all for One. All for One's quirk of stealing. Does he touch them? Does he have to, like, draw blood? Does he have to, like... Is, is it prolonged contact, or can it just be a simple tap on the arm and that he has it? Is it, like, fully stolen, or can I it be I suspect recovered? it's probably something similar to the other quirk we saw him using with his fingers... Where they oh, kept like stretching forceful. out. Where yeah, he because another uh, quirk called... that he used was like forceful quirk activation. Yeah, he used it on Kurogiri, who was unconscious, and was able to open, was able to make him open warp, gate. uh, warp gates to get uh, to get Shigaraki and the rest of the League of Villains out of there. And he also used it on Magna. Yep. Uh, because we, and here we learned how Magna's quirk magnetism worked. It's not so much like Magneto. Where it's on like metal, it's to do with people, or it's like anything. He can magnetize them, but when, when he does it to people, people it's things. like uh, men become North Poles, girls become South Poles, or yep. something like that. Uh, but his ability doesn't work on himself; he's immune to his own to his own quirk. I think you mentioned something. I don't remember if it was on the recording or just off uh, off mic, but uh, you commented that it's just sort of like he's sort of gender fluid or. Uh, yeah, because they call him uh, Big Sis Magna. Yeah, and he presents pretty masculine, but it's not very clear. There there are some signs there, as it were. Which would make <clears throat> sense why the quirk technically wouldn't work on him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the League of... the uh, Tomoro Shigaraki's League of Villains get away, uh, thanks to All for One. And then we just... The whole world got to see All Might versus All for One, and well, in the process, one of the, one of the things that the reason why they had to leave was they lost Bakugo. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right because that's a big part. That is a very big part because Deku Deku wanted to go in and try to rescue um, Bakugo because of uh, because you know he recognized and you know, Bakugo recognized it also. It's like. All Might can't go all out as long as as long as he's there. So Deku managed to come up with a plan to get Bakugo out of there so that All Might can could cut loose. And it was basically they get um, Riot and with Deku and Ida. De- Deku basically pushes off a wall while Ida uses his reciprocal burst in his legs. Uh, Riot like smashes through the wall with his hardening. And Shoto basically made a uh, like a big, huge ice ramp, and they basically launch up this. Riot calls out to Bakugo because you know he made a he made a connection with him. It was just sort of like, come on! And Bakugo's like, okay, and just launched himself up to them. They grabbed he grabbed on and out of there. Of course, top shit the whole way. Of course, <laughs> because that's how Bakugo works. Um, and then All Might was like. Okay, now I don't have to hold back. And then you also had the the other heroes came. Endeavor came, mm-hmm. swooped in and helped out, along with uh, Edshot and uh, Mount Lady. Um, yeah, Mount Lady helped a little bit there. Oh, so that's right, because uh, Magna tried to u- tried to use his ability to fire Mister Compress and um, twice. I think it was twice. Well, yeah, it was definitely two. Oh, no, I think it was those two. Well, it was Splinter. Splinter. Uh, um, no, the oh, um, yeah, the the lizard guy. Yeah, 
I um, thought it was those two, but well, I can't it might have been. And he tried to but use his, he tried to use his quirk to basically magnetize them and shoot them towards Bakugo. Uh and Mount Lady just suddenly pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> you know, tanks took it, one to the face. Took one to the face, <laughs> and um, Gran Torino like came in and like knocked out uh, Magna. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, but it was, and they just <clears throat> chucked them in, they went through the portal. And then once, uh, once the kids were out of there, it was down to, uh, you know, All Might versus All for One, and in the process of the whole fight, All Might's, you know, quirk is starting to wear off, because he's passed it on, so it's no longer contained within him. And he only has, like, what's left, what, le- what was left of his power. And so, because there was like a news helicopter nearby seeing all this, the world saw All Might's withered body. And well, he does manage. While well, he does manage to get the willpower to continue on, thanks to basically hearing the cries of all the people in the city, basically cheering him on, and the other pro heroes all well, the encouraging other thing was, him as well. He was already he was losing a lot of it because he was mental. From um, yeah, he 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 was still struggling from reeling from both the fact that he's fighting all for one, the guy that basically nearly crippled him the first time around. The the blast through his uh, abdomen. Yeah, and then there was like all the revelations that all for one made. Oh, he was dropping mm-hmm. lots because we learned Shigaraki's real name. Tomura Shigaraki's real name is Tenko Shimura, or Shimura Tenko. If you use the Japanese version, and we learn that he was the that he is the grandson of Nana Shimura, who was All Might's predecessor at the previous wielder and of previous Bulls. wielder uh, of One for All. Yeah. And the revelation, well, in the midst of all this, is like it was revealed that uh, Tenko Shimura had, after his parents were killed, because of her, I think they were targeting them because of her she put him she put i'm just gonna call him uh shigaraki she put shigaraki into the foster care system to try to shield him from the hero from the backlash of the hero stuff that she did true and that just sort of bred resentment i'm sure and then all for one found him and it was just like looks like nobody's here to rescue but you know i am here but i am here and, and yeah. fostered his hate for heroes. And he just and he worked on him and f- helped him learn to basically be the opposite of uh, of All Might because All Might is trying to pro- is props up the hero society and everything by being the symbol of peace, keeps crime right down and all that. And he dropped that on him, knowing damn well that he was really close with um, the previous wielder. Mm-hmm. That it would just crush him knowing that it is a family member that's working his ass off to drive a wedge between citizens and the hero society. And it's working. And that's that's the other thing. But thanks to the everybody like cheering on All Might, he gets that willpower back. It proves that he's not just, I'm just going to smash you in the face. No, he can alert, he can use his, uh, use his brain because he basically was able to dodge some of uh, all for one's like Acura, you know, like you know, swollen arm. Well, he took blows. it head on first, and yeah. then re 
reduced his arm yeah. and then built up the other one. Because the way all the way one for all was working at that point, he couldn't fully he channel was, it through his whole body. Which is what Deku was working on when he was like doing full cowling mm-hmm. of like twenty percent. Yeah, so he all like blocked, but he blocked one of these shots with his right arm, uh, and then switched it, switched it to his left arm, sidestepped the, the shot, nailed him in the face, and then just straight up channeled every right. you know switched it back to the right and United States of Smash. <laughs> yeah, and that just shot a gigantic tornado straight up into the sky. It was you know, and it knocked out what all for oh, one. It knocked out all for one and was through the helicopter that was at a safe distance. Yeah. And uh, sent it reeling, but it, it stayed in the air, thankfully. Yep, and he, you know, knocked out all for one. They were able to capture him. And we saw, like, the aftermath as pro heroes are showing up to go through the rubble to find survivors and everything. Rescue heroes. The rescue heroes. And All Might is there in his withered form because he can't channel uh, his muscled body uh, for any significant amount of time anymore. But he's just standing there overseeing all this, and there's like still a news camera there, and he just he glances over at it, points at the camera, just goes, "Now it's your turn." As far as the world was concerned, it was him basically warning uh, warning other criminals. Now it's your turn. I'm gonna come. I'm, we're gonna come. I'm, com- I'm gonna come for you. But to to Deku, it basically he there's under- there's so many impl- implications like. To Deku, it's your it's your it's turn. Your, you You're are taking you are over. one for all now. Or to the citizens, it could be either. It's your turn to. to I I've stop d- I've done and, I have done as much as I can. Now it's your turn to be. To be your own hero because a be lot of people has have quirks mm-hmm. or to aspiring heroes to. Holy crap! Yes, I I, I can do that now. You you just showed me all my. And or yeah. to the villains, like yeah, you, you're he's down now. You're next. But then again, the League of Villains themselves understand. No, <laughs> yeah, you might be trying to threaten us, but now we know you're no longer there. Because Shigaraki is going to it. He's now perfectly aware All Might's no longer a threat. But here's the problem. Aren't you going to be a little more scared of the? Uh, Next pro hero in line. Endeavor. <laughs> Wouldn't oh, you be yeah. a little more feared of that? Just a little warning. I'm battery is starting to run pretty low. I've got five minutes left. Holy shit! Um, I, and I don't have my uh, plug down here, so we'll have to just wrap this up uh, fairly quickly, I oh, guess. Shit. Yeah, my bad. We're on my uh, we're on my original laptop because uh, the previous one we were using can't hold a charge at the moment. Hooray. At any rate, so we got like the aftermath stuff. Um, the teachers are basically forming an, a dorm system. To dorm try, system for all the classes. for all the classes to basically try to keep keep closer tabs on things. They're like we oh, so they don't get their families attacked. So the families don't get don't get aren't threatened and everything. And so they can try to figure out where the leak is. And also be able to rush over mm-hmm. if anything does happen. We got some like filler stuff with like a best best dorm room contest thing. But again we're not trying to rush over. Yeah we're not trying to rush over but that it was, it was just pretty filler. Even though it is filler episodes you learn a lot about the characters seeing mm-hmm. their rooms, their dorms, and, and how they And are. we also got to meet Bakugo's parents. And, his, and I, I see why you love his mom. mom. His mom is just so aggressive, aggressively supportive. 
Um, she takes no shit. Yeah, she takes no shit, and you can see where Bakugo also gets his yelling from. She was constantly yelling at him. And he's like, Stop it, you hag! It's like, and she just slapped him, she just smacked him on the head again. It's like, Alright, um, I'll keep your head well, in. And then Deku's mom. She didn't. That want, was very. That was heartfelt. As it hell. was heartfelt as hell because she was like, "I don't want to him to continue to go to UA because I can't. I'm a mother. I, I can't trust you guys. I can't trust you guys. I'm, I worry too much about him. Yes, I'm being overprotective, but I've made peace with that. She's made a lot of good points throughout that. Episode and All Might, who was there, basically trying to convince her, you know, realized, you know, and also when Deku was like, oh, oh, "Okay, if I don't have to go to UA, fine. I'm still going to be a hero." I can just go to another school. And All Might realizes this kid still wants to do this. Oh, he, he knew. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but, it's like, but he like gets down and like kowtows and like bows to like apologize to, to her. It's like, I have failed as a, as a teacher. I should have been a better example. I should have kept him, hey. kept him reined in. And later on, you get to see he's been reading up on it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> And it's finally it was finally enough to convince her. It's just sort of like, I think she admitted then it's like that she recognizes that All Might admires Deku as much as Deku admires All Might. And it was like, or if you promise me that he will be safe, yeah, then he can go. And so that's what we got. Then we got the dorm room, the whole dorm setup stuff. And now they're basically tra- training for their ultimate moves. For their ultimate moves, and to get and their provisional and to get their provisional heroes license. Also to improve like their costumes and their support gear. Yep. Which we haven't seen all of it. We get to see it in the the next coming episodes. Mm-hmm. What they all got when they went to go see May Hatsume, uh, Hatsume and, and uh, Power Loader. Yep. And May Hatsume is just full. Is she's going full on mad scientist, and it's freaking it. hilarious. <laughs> I was half expecting after that first explosion for her to just pop up and go, "Okay, I think I know what I did wrong." <laughs> and Something, and she's like, "Oh, that one went well, bad." And, oh, and that's I- the thing. Power lo- Power Loader said is that she's not afraid of failure, and that and that she and she quoted like I think it was she attributed it to Thomas Edison. I don't know if it was a true quote. It's like failure is the mother of invention of invention. You know, and that's, uh, th- yeah, that is, yeah. it's like you, if you always succeed at things, you're never going to really learn a whole lot. Yeah. You do learn a lot more from, from failure than you do from success. Um, and so, uh, you said the next arc is them doing their provisional licensing exams. And provisional licensing, licensing exams goes up against other schools. And, uh, I, Izawa said it's like only like 50% actually pass the provisional licensing exams. Well, they're pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. If you want, you're going to license people to use their quirks like that. You want to make sure that they're stringent. Whether it be for, for help or for hurt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We all know which ones are hurt and which ones are so, help. And after the, next arc, uh, <laughs> after the next arc, we're going to then get into the first movie, yeah. I believe. So, so we're going to separate the episode that is the lead-off into the movie into its own little thing. Yeah, just that way we're trying to keep them as contained as, as possible so we can keep these in relatively similar arc length. But uh, that about wraps it up. As I said, we're running up on the, on the battery on the, the laptop right here. So that'll have to do for now. It's still We've gone a good length here. But so for Sam, I am Jay. And we'll see you after the next binge. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death Binge Cast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel, 
and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge.